Hey friends, Maestro here, bringing you episode 249 of Maestro on the Mic. That is almost 250, legit. Just realized, we're almost at 250 episodes, that's, wow. Anyway, bringing you episode 249 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, I'm talking about, telling you about, the top 10 lessons I took home from Vegas. They say what stays, no, they say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but we're switching it up. But first, hey DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two, one. Mm-hmm. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of my favorite podcast. As always, super grateful for you folks listening. I've recently had a, a, a mild uptick in the you know DMs from you folks just being like, yeah, I do listen, and I think it's dope. And just like, it's so awesome to, to hear from you. So thank you. So jumping in today's episode, jumping into today's episode, we're talking about Vegas. Uh, for those of you that don't know, maybe you didn't see my stories, um, this past weekend, I spent the weekend in Vegas with my good friend, Jill Fit, aka Jill Coleman. She will be on the podcast soon, actually, as part of our State of the Union series, uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, but I was there for a little work play trip. Uh, we were finalizing the uh, the application, the structure, the, the, the whole thing uh, for our legacy mentor mind that we actually just rolled out. Um, and I actually don't want to use this episode to really talk about that um, because honestly, the applications are going to be closing tomorrow. So this episode drops on Thursday and the application will be closing on Friday, October, I think that's the 23rd. Yes, the 23rd. If you're interested, uh, you can head and you this happened to hit us in time, head on over to themovementmitro.com forward slash legacy mentor mind and it'll take you to the information page and subsequently from there you can go to the application but this episode is actually about what I learned from being in Vegas my favorite thing to do of listening around the edges reading between the lines and such so I'm gonna tell you talk to you share with you 10 things that I learned in no particular order I want to make that like a point uh, except for maybe the, the final one that I tell you. But the rest of them, no particular order. We're not like one's better than the other. Uh, just 10 things that I wrote down uh, as I was reflecting on a super, super dope weekend. All right, so let's hop on right into this. Number 10, acceptance is freedom. So this came from the fact that we actually on Saturday uh, reserved, rented a day bed by one of the pools and they're not cheap by any means, uh, but one of the things that we were talking about is that when you're able to accept something, there is a tremendous amount of freedom that comes with it. 
freedom to then, you know, move forward with your day, your life and, and focus on other things. So in that case, yeah, we could have spent the, you know, the whole time just being like, oh, the price and this is what this is so much. Or you can accept like this is the price. And I've as an adult, you know, obviously don't live beyond your means, but I've made this decision. I've accepted it and I'm going to move forward. And that just opens you up for so many other things, right? So in many ways, when you're able to, acceptance is absolutely freedom. Tying into this, number nine, experiences have price tags, but are ultimately priceless. So I think that Rona has slowed things down a lot for people and they're really starting to understand this. Um, and it's not, not that there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with liking material things. I personally love material things, but I think that we in general, many folks in general are starting to, to realize the value of an experience and that they're, that it you know justifies the cost. Uh, so yes, experiences do have price tags, but ultimately they are, in my humble opinion, priceless. Number eight. Focus on what makes you happy, not what others might think. And this little lesson came from getting dressed up. So sometimes I like to get dressed up, uh, you know, wear a little bow tie or tie, got some suspenders, wearing some of those. And when you're in Vegas, really, and I think you folks know this, anything goes. And it's interesting because you're like walking through these places and you could be like just decked to the, you know, just decked out but then you're like also like walking by like just like these like you know kind of chaka chaka places and it's like very interesting because you get it all mixed into one and I think one of the biggest things that I saw and that I felt is like focus on what makes you happy do you want to wear a ball gown go ahead and fucking wear it and I love that Vegas really promotes that I think New York City does the same thing uh, but Vegas really promotes that. And, you know, you'll go to like, you'll walk by the casino and you'll see people sitting there in, you know, shorts and Crocs. I had nothing against Crocs, by the way. Shorts and Crocs and a t-shirt and next to a person that's like wearing a suit. And I love it. Focus on what makes you happy, not what others might think. All right, next one. That's a 10, 9, 8, number 7. Pull the lever. Translation, give it a shot take a chance, take a risk. I actually, I don't, I'm not like much of a gambler, but if I, when I am in Vegas, I prefer to play the slots. I think because I understand what's going on and nobody talks to me. I, I do like to just like sit by myself and do my thing. Um, and if you I actually took Jill to play them because she usually plays, I think she usually plays blackjack and she's never played the slots before. And she was like, wait, where is the lever? Because some of the machines don't actually have one. You actually push a button to to spin the wheels, if you will. Uh, but the the metaphor, if you will, still stands. Pull the lever, my friends. Give it a shot. Next one, 10, 9, 8, 7, number 6. I have to count as we go here. Number 6. Experience is subjective. So we went to this... Uh, I don't know, the bar called Chandelier, I think. I don't even remember. Jill really planned the entire weekend. We went there and they have a drink that's off the menu and you eat this flower first. It's not like a hallucinogenic or anything like that. Uh, it's a flower that has like a, it's supposed to have like a, a numbing kind of like analgesic effect. 
and you eat it and then you drink this drink, which is the drink tastes like a margarita, right? So the coolest thing to me was that what I experienced eating that flower and what Jill experienced after eating that flower was very different. I mean, we went back there the next night, Danny J came uh, and Jeff came and all four of us, actually not all four of us, because then Jeff actually had an experience that was a lot more like mine. So I don't know if any of you listening have tried this before, but it's like this little yellow flower. I can't remember the name of it right now. Like I said, it's supposed to have like an analgesic kind of effect. Um, people were DMing me because I put it on my stories and they were like, oh, did your mouth go numb? And I was like, you know, actually no. And Jill, Jill videoed me while I was, you know, tasting it, chewing it. I actually had an overwhelmingly salty experience. Like my tongue was so salty that I was like salivating. It kind of actually tasted like fish. It was really, really quite interesting. And uh, the next time we reckoned with Jeff, he had that same experience after I said like what my experience was, which I mean, you can definitely, just mean we learn there that we can kind of influence the experiences of others by sharing our own experience. But all that to say that experiences and experience is subjective people will be doing the exact same thing and experience two separate two completely separate things so you know take from that lesson what you will whether you want to apply it to business or anything uh, but understand the, the hugely subjective nature of experience all right number five we will accept minor inconveniences when the overall experience makes it worth it and what happened in this case was we went to a, we went to, uh, I think it was Beauty in Essex and we sit at the Cosmo. Uh, that's Jill's favorite. Uh, I personally love the Aria, uh, but Jill wanted to stay at the Cosmo. I was like, heck yeah, a new experience for me. Let's do it. Again, experience is objective. Uh, but we went to Beauty in Essex and we had a drink first before having dinner with Danny J and Jeff. And while we were, we had the drink, we needed to go and then meet up, you know, in the back part of the actual restaurant uh, for dinner. And they were unable to transfer that check. So many places, you know, you have a drink at the bar and they'll just transfer the check to your table. And when we went to bed, they were like, oh, we can't do that. And it, it didn't matter. It was like, okay, that's totally fine. And again, this is speaking to the, the lesson here, we will accept minor minor inconveniences, which is what that was, just a minor inconvenience, when the overall experience makes it worth it. So keep that in mind. Again, I'm, one, I'm kind of giving you these like, I don't know, soft lessons, my, my personal lessons, and, and you can apply them how you will. Uh, maybe just agree with them or disagree. It's your choice. Uh, see if they apply to your own business, but understand that we will accept minor inconveniences when the overall experience makes it worth it. Kathy Sierra talks about this and how when, when you really cultivate that loyal, loyal following, if you have a mistake or there's an error, oftentimes people love you so much, they will flip it around to make it be like, oh, no, it's actually a good thing. All right? So you've made the overall experience so worth it, so good that that minor inconvenience, they don't mind. Right? So keep that in mind. All right. Number four, joy is contagious and with this i'm talking about or what taught me this or showed me this was social media i actually had a huge uptick in my story views and i get it the algorithm is a real thing all the other stuff um but it was like more than twice the number of views that i normally get uh, on instagram and the messages and this the happiness 
that people were sharing with me because they were like, I can feel it in your stories. And I did two posts or so while I was there and people were like, I could just feel how happy you are in these pictures and I love it. So all that to say, joy is contagious, even if it's through the screen. Number three, health is wealth. It's interesting, we're there, we're gambling, you know, people are gambling and then such, and there's a lot of people, uh, so it's, you know, it's by no means at, like, capacity, like it was, you know, pre-COVID, but there's people there, and you could just, you just get to see people and see how they're moving and trying to get through life, and, you know, being, it's, it's an interesting juxt- juxtaposition of actual money and, and that, you know, potential for wealth and that the physical aspect of, of health and like what kind of uh, are you wealthy in that regard and just thinking about what can you do with your body can you move throughout the day can you get it from this position this point to this point can it carry you and allow you to do what you want it to do right, we tend to take it for granted until it's lost and we see a lot of people that uh, could be doing a lot more could be doing a little bit better in the savings department. So I think I'm preaching to the choir with this one, but I had to throw it in there. Health is wealth. Number two, make people feel special without making them feel intruded upon. So this lesson came from, we went to a store called Stitched, uh, I like nice things. We said it earlier. Uh, this store is basically a, kind of like a, be- a bespoke uh, menswear store. You can get, you know, custom suits and things like that. And it's always interesting. I always look like to see what happens when you go into a store. And are they able to make you feel special? Do they kind of ignore you because they think you can't buy anything there? Or do they like, they like up your ass? Right? There is a fine line. I think the same thing exists in social media, right? When someone follows you, do you like immediately go and DM them and you're up their ass? Or do you just form genuine relationships with people and, you know, have conversations in the DM? I think that one of the, the one of my superpowers, if you will, and one of my favorite things is that I'm very good at making people feel special um, because I want them to feel special. I like when they feel special. Um, and something that I've just, you know, cultivated, worked on for over the years and, and, and just, I think, something that I was kind of also just blessed with. But the second out of, you know, out of 10 lessons here is, once again, make people feel special without making them feel intruded upon. Fine, fine line, nice little dance there. All right, and number one, I told you we're going to go straight through this. Number one. Find your people and love on them hard. It was absolutely incredible to be able to spend a weekend with with Jill. Just, we became friends, like, you know, kind of on a whim. And, you know, I think I've told the story before, basically because of Pip, her dog, um, and Corey, who's out in Australia. And he was like, hey, do you know, do you know this woman Jill Fit? And I had no idea who she was. Uh, and his wife was doing coaching with her. And she, I came back to the States and to put Pip in my stories because Pip would come to the gym with Keith and people were like, is that Pip? And I was like, I don't know what the hell this dog's name is. It's just a cute, adorable dog. Uh, find, come to find out, it's Jill's dog. She lives like 15 minutes, not even from me. And, you know, the rest is history. But it was just, it's very cool to be able to spend time with people who truly 
see you and get you and you know compliment you in in, in so many ways uh, so to that end and also I want to say just because just because of how people showed up in my stories right just so much support for you know my happiness literally I'm just like I'm a, like, people were happy that I was happy that's amazing so lesson Top number one, top number one, that didn't even make sense. Number one lesson from Vegas. I said the rest of them didn't matter in terms of order, but this one I, I believe does. Find your people and love on them hard. Okay, let's go through that one more time, each of them, and then I will leave you alone. Number 10, acceptance is freedom. Number nine, experiences have a price tag, but are also milk ultimately what am I saying but are ultimately priceless number eight focus on what makes you happy not what others might think number seven pull the lever number six experience is subjective number five we will accept minor inconveniences when the overall experience makes it worth it number four joy is contagious. Number three, health is wealth. Number two, make people feel special without making them feel intruded upon. And number one, find your people and love on them hard. You folks listening, you are my people and I promise to do everything I can to love on you and show up for you and do whatever I can to help you create your best life. Maybe that means a trip to Vegas and you create, you know, come up with your your very own top 10 lessons. All right. Officially, am I officially? One more time, I guess I'll drop the link. If you happen to listen to this before Friday the 23rd and you want in on that to, to check out our legacy mentor mind, my Jill and I are teaming up doing the thing. We've been announcing it a bunch on social media, but if you missed it, uh, and you want to you want to look into that, right? We're doing a six month deep dive coaching program starting in July. We're only taking twenty to thirty people. We're capping it because it is going to be uh, a lot of a lot of high touch um, interaction. So we want quality. Right? Uh, we're looking for this for people that are intermediate in the online business space. So they've been in it for a little bit. They've gotten some wins. Uh, they realize like, hey, I need a little bit of help. I need a little strategy. I'm not, you know, I'm sick of kind of going at it on my own. This is not for beginners. Nothing wrong with being a beginner, but this is not the program for beginners. So if you think this might be you, or you just want to check out the uh, information page, head on over to themovementmaestro.com forward slash legacy mentor mind. It's all lowercase. And you can check that out. Okay. Officially officially wrapping it up as always endlessly grateful for each and every one of you until next time friends maestro maestro